you all welcome back to my channel class 11 science so today we are gonna start with biology and the first chapter of biology is the living world in which we learn about classification taxonomy how the animals got their name and everything so let's get started now the first thing which arises is what is taxonomy so taxonomy is a subject which was developed by Carl Linnaeus in 18th century to discover name understand and classify these way species. The taxonomic categories showing hierarchical arrangement in ascending order are species, then genus, then family, then order, then class, then phylum or division, and then in the end, the kingdom. Now, fun fact father of taxonomy is Carl Linnaeus. Mind it, you can get you can get these questions in your MCQs. The next is that all dogs get into the same group called species. Okay, so there's a question arises. How can you say that two individuals belong to the same species? Now the answer is very simple. Two members of species can interbreed to produce a fertile offspring. Okay, not understood? There's an example. A lion and a tiger can produce a baby liger but the liger would not be able to give birth because lion and tiger are of different species. Okay, more. Let's elaborate, let's elaborate it more. Dogs has a scientific name called Canis familiaris. Wolves has a scientific name called Canis lupus. Jackals have a scientific name called Canis aurors. Now these three belong to... Notice some similarity? Yes, the word Canis. Now these three belong to the same genus called Canis because wolves and jackals were evolved to be dogs. Now moving further, dogs, wolves, jackals, foxes are placed in the same family called Canidae. Now next, families that can be grouped together get into the same order. Now, dogs, wolves, jackals, foxes, cats, bears come under the same order called carnivora, named after carnivores. You all must be family familiar with this word. The animals who eat flesh. Okay, moving further, similar orders are placed into the same class. Now, all cats, dogs, wolves, jackals, foxes, bears, bats, rats, whales, monkeys, carnivores, all get into this class of mammalia or mammals now next all these all these animals plus frogs who have the class amphibia lizards who have class reptilia birds who have class avis respectively also have backbone and fall in same chordate which is phylum now in which all chordates present the mollusks I mean snails, arthropods, crabs, annelids which are worms, sponges, jellyfish fall in different phyla but all of them come together to form the kingdom of animals or the kingdom animalia. Now the last topic of this episode is that how we, I mean how we humans or homo sapiens got their species genus and everything let's get started 
Now, humans are multicellular heterotrophic motile, which shows that they are under the kingdom Animalia. The next thing is they lack cell wall that they have digested tract and organ systems, a notochord, a dorsal hollow brain, a nerve cord, which shows that they are under the phylum chordata. The next is what they have a vertebral column, segmented disc around their segmented disc. Then they have cranium around their brain, mouth supported by jaws, memory gland, hair, pinna, which shows that they are they fall under the class mammalia. The next is they have nails, acute vision, pathetic sense of smell which shows that they fall under the same order called primates. The next is their arms are shorter than legs. They have erect posture, a flat face, a bipedal gait, a binocular color vision. These all things show that they are in the family hominidae. The next is they have a big brain. They have speaking ability, a long childhood to play, which shows that they are in the genus Homo. And last one a high they have a high forehead a prominent chin reduced body hair which shows that they are in the species called sapiens now this led us to the end of this episode thanks for watching bye bye Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, Class 11 Science, and I'm back with part 2 of Chapter 1 of Biology, The Living World. So we have to start from the topic, Nomenclature. Now, instead of remembering the whole taxonomic name, starting from kingdom to species, Linux, uh, I mean, Carl Linux gave some rules for naming which can be used throughout the world to communicate in scientific field like zoologist and botanist. Now, every recognized species on Earth is given a two-part scientific name, which is called binomial nomenclature. Now, it also has some rules. Now, the rules are very simple. The rules are that start genus name with capital letter, start species name with small letter, italics to indicate Latin origin, name is followed by the person who first described the species, followed by person who described it, and Linux authorized Homo sapiens in 1758. Now, here in Homo sapiens, we write Homo with a capital letter, with a capital letter, and Sapiens with a small letter. Here, Homo sta- here Homo is genus, and Sapiens is species. Now, how do we name a species? Now, if it is a male, add I in the end. Now, if it is after female, the name ends with A E. Now, let me give you a few examples. I mean, a few interesting examples. The first one is a spider, which is Aptostichus Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Stunned? Yeah, I actually spoke Angelina Jolie because this was named after Angelina Jolie. The second one is spider, but of another species, which is Aptostichus Barack Obama. Now, yes, this is named after Barack Obama. 
interesting let me give you a few more next is a fly a type of fly i mean is its name is aristalis gatesi which was named after bill gates <laughs> yes it's actually interesting now the next which i'm going to tell you is even more interesting now a, a new species of mushroom is spongiforma square pantsy <laughs> yes it was named after the cartoon spongebob moving further some even have the name even have the name which are same as genus and species like gorilla gorilla bison bison chinchilla chinchilla and iguana iguana these are called totter names now our last topic is herbarium <coughs> sorry what is herbarium a storehouse of dead dried pressed preserved plant specimens on paper sheets called herbarium sheets is called a herbarium these will include species that have gone or might go extinct on each page of new species important information like scientific name family labels is written now a question arises what is the process to preserve a particular plant specimen its answer is also very simple there are some tools required which are present in a box called vesiculum these specimens are spread out and dried between special papers and these papers are replaced continuously to avoid fungal growth now how do now this was preservation of plants now how do we preserve the animals big animals are usually preserved as they are stuffed and chemically treated for a long time preservation smaller ones are preserved in preservative solutions in jars so this was all for today's episode see you guys again thanks for watching bye bye